Hello and welcome to the Dublin Arsenal podcast. I'm Jonathan Giles, your host as always. On the show this week in breaking transfer news, today Nuno Tavares is on the verge of signing for Nottingham Forest on a season unknown, while at the weekend Kieran Tierney has joined Real Sociedad on a season unknown deal. Also on the show this week we will be reviewing our two all-home draw at home to Fulham and looking ahead to another big Premier League clash this coming Sunday against Manchester United live on Sky Sports at 4.30. So sit back and enjoy the show. On the show this week, I'm joined by my regular guests, as always, Eamon Donnelly. How are you, Eamon? Ah, good evening, Jonathan. Good evening, Craig. I was out the back there playing a game of names against the wall there. Another <laughs> in the Albert Ladies League there. Uh, I had to come in and have a glass of Savvy Smith to watch down the tourist. Uh, we're okay, Jonathan. Yeah, good evening and good to see you, Craig. Haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, it's been a long yeah, time. See you at the weekend, um, I think. Yeah. I'll see okay. you Sunday having a few beers to the United game. I was away in uh, Vietnam, Cambodia and Thailand for the last three, four weeks. So I'm back now today and yeah, raring to go watch, watch the Arsenal again. Very good. Craig was away. Um, congratulations on your engagement, Craig. Uh, thanks very much, Johnny. Appreciate that. No worries. Welcome back to the show, Pat. Um, just like a quick note to listeners and the viewers that Craig had another meltdown um, on Saturday. <laughs> Uh, he departed the WhatsApp group and um, he'll be taking a sabbatical for a while like Eamon did earlier on in the summer uh, it done him the world of good so I think Craig it could do you the world of good <laughs> sometimes Eamon empty so <laughs> they are indeed especially uh, on this group Ryan. Um, <laughs> also before we move on with the show um, one of our regular guests from last season uh Carl Ozzy Osborne, we don't know our UK based gunner. Um he's just taking a bit of a rest from the show for for a while. So um I think from all three of us, uh, it was a big thanks to Ozzy for his contributions uh, on the show last season. Really uh, great knowledge of the gunners and um good banter as well we had with him. So um until we see you again, um Ozzy, all the best and um hopefully yeah. You'd be back all the best to um to Ozzy. Uh, he he knows I'm thinking of him and uh, I hope he's in okay. Yeah, um he's just taking a sabbatical with um a few things. So um look he's more than welcome to come back on. He, he's he's a great guest to have over the whole the last season. And, I think we uh, lost Eamon for a second there, Johnny. Yeah, Eamon will rejoin us Um I suppose we start with um, the transfer news. Um, a few outgoings, as we expected, um, being transfer deadline day week. Um, on Sunday, Karen Turney went to Real Sociedad. Um, they're in the Champions League as well, um, which I didn't know until uh, when I looked up at the weekend. So that could be a good move for um, Karen Turney. Um, if, if it was half of what went on with Karen Trippier at Atletico Madrid that time, he came back a different player and look at him in Newcastle. You never know, yeah. maybe Lone Dean might even change her Ted's mind, you know, you never know, but hopefully this can only progress his career even more. Um yeah. Do you think that's a good move, Craig, in your thoughts for Kieran Tierney? Yeah, look, it's a good good move for Kieran Tierney. Um a little bit disappointed that we didn't get a fee for him. Uh yeah. probably you know, get twenty to thirty million for Tierney at the start of the summer, uh, especially with the likes of Newcastle and Villain from, but um, look, it's a good move for his career. He needs to play football. You know, we see a young player. He's not, he's not all by any means. And I suppose going abroad for him is probably a good move. Playing Champions League for a decent club, you know, social dad. They're always knocking about the Champions League, Champions League and the Europa League. So, um, you know, it's it's about game plan for Karen Tierney. Like he's been on the bench for the last year. He hasn't really played much for Arsenal at all. Um, was always a great servant to us. Never let us down, always gave it 100%. And you can't really fault his commitment. But um, I just think the last kind of year or so, we've probably moved past here on Tierney. Um, not in the sense that 
Tierney isn't good enough. It's just the way the team changed um, going to invert, invert fullback. I just think it's it with uh, the likes of Zinchenko um, and Ben White more. So I think ultimately that's why he's moved on now. So hopefully he goes, has a good loan there and uh, this time next year we can get a good free from because uh, he's a good player and he, he'd be a very good player for any, any Premier League team. Yeah, he played um, 124 times for Arsenal, scored in five goals uh, and signed in 2019 for 25 million. So, yeah, he was a good pro for us. And um, look, you can only wish him all the best in his career for Real Sociedad. They're getting a good um, left back, whatever the case, Henry. Yeah. Um, we had Curtis Vallad there. Curtis Vallad played for Sociedad as well. So we had a few gunners playing for um in Spain as well. So all the best to him. Also, Martin um, yeah, Martin Odegaard as well. Yeah. Um, Nuno Tavares, I noticed today he's on the verge of um hopefully completing a loan deal to Nottingham Forest. Um, do you think that'd be a good move for him, um, Craig? Yeah, look, again, similar to the Tierney kind of um scenario, like. Uh, Tavares, a very good young player, again, doesn't suit really Arsenal at this moment in time. He had a very good loan uh, with Marseille last year. I think the fourth kind of five, six months went very well. And I think he fell out of favour towards the end of his loan there at Marseille. Um, I think he's a bit of a, uh, I think he has disciplinary issues. And that's the reason why uh, he, he doesn't really um, get on with Arteta at this moment in time. But look, it, it's a good move for him. He says it's the Premier League. Uh, as far as I know, Fabrizio Romano said there's an option for a first to buy him next summer for 12 million, um, which would be a profit when we bought him for last uh, two years ago. I think we bought we bought him for uh, 7 million from uh, Benfica. So it's a profit if, if they do take the option up next year. But um, again, I, I would like to be getting feed for these players. You know, I think although they can go on and do well in the loans, they're kind of kicking the can down the road. And then next year, when they come back, they're back to training with us in the summer. You know, there's a scenario where you might have to pay them off then and the club are losing money. But um, I suppose with only four or five days left in the window now, the club needs to get rid of players and um, the squad is too big. Yeah. Um, it looks like following Balogun, uh, hopefully it's only a matter of time where he'll seal his deal to AS Monaco. Um, it looks like it was 34 million they were saying for him. Um, and that really leaves uh, with what two or three days to go. Friday is the deadline day. Friday, yeah. Uh, Rob Holding, Sammy Lekonga. Um, it looks like Rob Holding, Sammy Lekonga, and uh, Pepe, left to go, Pepe and Cedric are kind of left to go. Four players. Yeah. Um, but again. Do you see deals going through for them, Craig? Pepe says <laughs> it's one where clubs aren't really interested, isn't it? Yeah, like I, I, out of them four players, I'd say I'd say probably all of them will go. Um, in, in terms of getting fees for some of them, I'd say you might get a, a low fee for Pepe from Saudi Arabia, and then uh, you know you might get seven or eight million for Rob Holden. I know I've seen that Sevilla and uh, Luton Town are in for Rob Holden, so I don't know if he's going to stay in England or really go to Spain. But um, and then you're looking. You know, I don't think you're going to get a fee for Lekonga. I think he could go on loan to Brighton. I think he's been linked with them for, for a year. And that'd be a great move for Lekonga because Brighton are a brilliant team. Um, Lekonga needs to play. He's only 21, 22 years of age. Again, there's probably a bit of a question mark over Lekonga's attitude. You know, you've seen in the, uh, in the Arsenal documentary, the all or nothing, uh, Lekonga was giving out about not playing football. You know, and Eddie and Kelly had just said, you know, shut up and get on with it. So, uh Look, hopefully it works out with Lekonga. He is a good player. I just don't know whether that's going to happen at Arsenal. Um, and then Cedric, I don't really think you're going to get a fee for him. Do you think, think we're going to get a good fee for them, Johnny? Or? You'd hope to get about 20, 30 million, wouldn't you? Out, out of holding Lekonga and Pepe. You know, um, but it's hard, you know, it's transfer deadline days, so it's crazy. It could possibly just be loan moves for them players as well. You know, yeah. you know we can get anything at all. But And it's probably looking more likely that it could be just loan deals just to get them off. Um, Just to get them off to the team. But um, Do you hope, do you hope 
at least one more comes in, Johnny, and what position would you like that to happen? It's, it's I thought, I thought, um, Tierney should have stayed really after the injury to Timber. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I think with Tierney I, having to experience. I think the club are looking at uh, defensive reinforcements. Who that is now, I don't know. I'd seen links today with Eric Garcia from Barcelona. Yeah, I heard that today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He used to be with Man City. I think Arteta knows him. Whether they'll get him or not, I don't know. Um, he'd be good cover to have because, you know, if if you're at sell, look, I'm not Holden's biggest fan. I think a lot of people know that. Yeah. Um, if they sold, sorry, if, if Saliba got injured, you know, who are you going to play there? So maybe Tommy Asi would, could play there, but Eric Garcia would be good cover and I think he can play right back as well. So He um, don't know with Man City, didn't he? He played for, yeah. Yeah, I think Pep liked him, didn't he? I think. Yeah, I was surprised he went. Yeah, I think he got homesick and he got offered a chance yeah. back in Barcelona. So, uh, I think that's why he went back there. But I don't think he's played much for him since Kounde uh, has went to Barcelona. So, he, he a good option. I don't know. If, again, there's no real solid links at the moment. I think the club are focusing on getting as many players out, say, before Wednesday or Thursday, and you might see a deadline day deal done on Friday. You know. Um, there's another links to right back from Leipzig. Um, Simikan, he's a French under 21 player. I think he's very similar to Timber. But yeah. again, I think you're looking at about 30 million. So, yeah. Someone spent a lot, lot of money this summer. Uh, hopefully, a loan can come in, you know. Um, and the only other question, the only other position that I would like to see someone come in uh, is maybe right wing to give Saka a bit of competition. Yeah. You hear me now, hey, lads, um, by the way. Yeah, welcome back, Eamon. Welcome back. Yeah, I've been back. I've been back listening away to Craig there, but um, uh, I'm, I'm do you agree or what do you think yourself? Yeah, what do you camera. think of um, Kieran Tierney going to Sociedad, uh, Eamon? Good, good, good move for him. I think it is a good move for him. Um, yeah. I think it's. I mean, I think like if you, if you leave Glasgow and come down to London, um. You know that that's a big move for a young boy that he was when he came down, and I think he has the he's an intelligent boy, um, and I think he has the smarts to go over there and 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 make it. You know, um, and he's a very good player. Um, I don't think it was tenable that we'd keep him um, because he just wasn't going to get in. Whether you agree with that or you don't, I don't think it was tenable for the lad himself. You know, um, so I think, and I'm delighted. I'm delighted that. Um, that some accommodation was found and he's not rotten away because he, he gives you everything that lad, you know? So um very, very pleased with that. Yeah, it looks like, as I was saying to Craig, I don't know whether you were back in for it, Eamon, uh, Tavares is going to the forest. Um, that would be another one that they would have got off us after Matt Turner went there. Um, that, do you think that'd be a good move for Nuno Tavares? Well, Tavares was more than a woman, you know. <laughs> more than a woman to me. <laughs> well, um, a man, a man of wise words. I find it ironic um, that Tavares has gone to Forest of all teams because it was against Forest where he had his absolute yeah. nightmare uh, game, and, yes. uh, <laughs> and and you know, like, uh, but look. Again, he's a good attacking back. You, you could coach him, you know. And um, I mean, when 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 Tierney was absent and he came into the team first, the fans loved him because he was a yeah. real have a go, have a go, Harry, you know. But um, yeah. he's just uh, yeah, he, he's he's just um, he's a bit, a bit lacking defensively. But there's a player in there, you know. There is, yeah. Eamon, can I just ask Eamon, just Johnny? I asked Johnny as well, Eamon. I don't know if you heard it, just. In, in terms of, you know, it looks like a lot of these players are going to be going on loan then. Are you kind of disappointed that we're not getting faith them? Or, are you, you know, do you think, look, you have to kind of make room in the squad? Or Is, is Tavares going on loan or has he been sold? He's going on he loan. loan. Yeah. yeah. All that means, Craig, is, all that really means is that the architecture wasn't right for the deal at a particular time. A, a transfer yeah. wouldn't have got done by Friday and you're stuck with him. That's all that really means. So I think, yeah, um, and that's what happened with David Raya coming, coming the other way, by the way. So, mm. you know, from that point of view, 
Um, I'm, I'm not too worried. I think and Wenger uh, did say this a number of years ago. He reckoned that loan moves, the way the money was switching around football, would become more and more prevalent, and they are becoming more and more prevalent. You know, um, it, it, I suppose it gets it gets the wage bill down and it creates room in the squad. You know, and I mean people are even beginning to pay for loans now. You know, <laughs> it yeah. used to be a loan. Yeah. We're paying rent for three million for a loan of a player. You know, um, mm-hmm. that's that that's one way of not paying forty five million. You know, but look. He's, um, we do need to create room in the squad, you know. Do you see any, anyone coming in, Eamon, or any, any new players? Do, you think, do I think anybody will come in? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I think we might get one more, you know. I think he might try and get cover for um, Yuri and Timber, particularly that Tierney's gone, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't think you'll get what you want on the right wing, Craig. I think no. there's, I think there's probably certainly a gap there, all right. But I don't think it's mm-hmm. going to happen. Um, you might get that in January. Um, I, I think, um, I, I think uh, he'll try and use what he has to cover that position. No, I agree you with know? you. I just, I was thinking about it earlier on. But like, even if you wanted to go out and get a right winger, you know, who's going to come to Arsenal? Because they're not going to, they're not going to play much behind Saka, are they? So realistically. You know, no, but I mean, obviously, if anything happens, Saka, um, yeah. to my mind, Martinelli switches wings because yeah. we've lots of we've yeah. lots of options on the other side. You know, mm-hmm. no, I agree, I agree. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting um, transfer deadline week for for Arsenal. Anyway, as it normally we're normally waiting for incomings, but it's going to be a good few outgoings. So um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. We'll um, wrap that up um, on next week's show. All the incomings and outgoings. So. Um, stay tuned to Sky Sports News um, on Friday. They'll have the uh, yellow tie out. <laughs> no Jim White, sadly, but um, we'll hope, hopefully have Craig Smith doing her very own. Eamon Donnelly will be with Ken Barlow in the Rovers' return. Not <laughs> day and night. Will be, yeah, every Friday. How is this week, Ken? <laughs> so frustrating. Yes. Uh, we had it. We had it. Uh, we had to go with that last week. He got the force now for the season. I listened, I listened all the way over in Vietnam. I did. It was brilliant. <laughs> I tell you, that's that's some dedication, Eamon Other side of the world listening to us. Absolutely. <laughs> Tanya Bermarecki goes a long way, Craig. Don't dismiss it. <laughs> I did it right. <laughs> so as always, we move on to our review of the weekend's game. Which was against Fulham, uh, went into complete meltdown uh, as Craig left the group. So it'd be interesting to hear him and what. Um, it was two all, as we all know. Um, Ander Ander Anders Pereira scored um, the opening goal for Fulham after a poor um, poor pass uh, back from Bukayo Saka. But you can't, you know, you can't you can't throw much blame on him. He's been just a superstar for us, hasn't he, over the last few seasons. One, one mistake and they're all entitled to him. But look, I still, I think Pereira's shot, I don't know about you, but I think he was going to try chip Ramsey and then it just, he just got lucky and it just went in behind Ramsey. But look, poor goal to concede after a minute and we had a couple of them last season. Um, most notably against Bournemouth was one of them. Um, Pellini got their goal, their second goal, which was the equaliser uh, in the 87 minute from the corner, which was, Bad marking, but it was Saka marking him. So look, um, you can't really. It's just these mistakes just have to be rectified quickly. Um, goals from ourselves were by Saka to penalty, which he took really well. Um, and Eddie and Ketty, superb finish. Um, really in Royesque, you know, in in the box, in, in, squeezed in between two defenders and really took a well. And I'm really, I've really been impressed with him in the opening three games of the season. You know, he really wants to start. Every game he's shown Gabriel Jesus, who's thankfully back, you know, came on as a substitute appearance. But I think he's gonna push him this season, you know. And that's healthy, as Eamon has said last week. It's healthy to have his to have two people in each position, uh, ready and willing to, to slot in when needed. Um I thought another one who had a good game, uh, I think Eamon referenced this as well. He was very impressed with Fabio Vieira, the opening two games of the season. He done really well again on Saturday. Um, I think it was his cross, wasn't it, for Eddie and Ketty as well? Um, Funham had a player sent off, Bassi, 
uh, this time wasting is really starting to be cracked down on. Uh, his first yellow was for time wasting from a goal kick, and then the second was um, the stone ball one, and <laughs> he kept he completely poleaxed him. Um, I know Craig was saying in the group, party your right back, you know, it's, it's just not working. But I think when Zinchenko gets more fit, you know, I'm sure for some reason, I don't know why he's not starting Gabriel. You know, I don't know whether is there a potential move on transfer deadline day to Saudi Arabia or is he just not match fit? Because um, I thought him and Saliba last season as centre-backs were just superb, you know. And, mm-hmm. You know, I, I think we such because we had such a good season last year, the bar has been set so high, you know, I think we all expected to go into the first three games winning, you know, going at 100 miles a minute and winning 3 and 4 and then. And it's, just, it's just been a bit slow of a start, you know. But look, you know, seven points from our opening three games going into the United game, I think we all would have taken that, you know. It's just the way we can see this the last minutes, you know, three minutes going in the second half, you know, just kind of switched off a bit. I thought we would have kicked on after the Eddie and Ketty go. And we did have our chances. Um, and Leno did make some good saves as well. I think there was one at the very end where he tipped over from Vieira, you know, where it looked like it was going in. So we did have our chances. Did have the bulk of possessions uh, as we thought we would have. But it was very like last year's game. It was nearly at the same time last year. We won 2-1. Mm. It was in a Gabriel score laid on, and I thought it was going to happen again, you know, but it happened the other way around. They got the equaliser. They're a good team. They're well set up by Marco Silva, you know, um, Fulham. Um, but I'll take a point from Saturday. It could have been possibly worse if it was 11 to be 11. Because Adama Traore at the very end had a chance where it came off Ramsey's head. So um, a very hard earned point that one. Um, I'll come on to you, Eamon. What did you make of the game on Saturday? Okay, well, I didn't see the game as it happened because I was at a wedding that was a very Arsenal-based wedding. And I ended up on a, uh, with, with my phone on the window ledge listening to Arsenal.com. I have watched the game back since. Yeah. Um, okay, last week I spoke about my fear that we were overcomplicating things. And I think that is the case, right? And I, I don't know whether that's down to the fact that we fell short last year and he's trying to come up with something different than and felt that with the first three fixtures we had, that we had an opportunity to do that. The weekend will tell us whether that's the case or not, you know. So it may well be a case where he looked at those fixtures and said, look, over the course of a season, we need to find different ways of doing different things. We might as well try it out in, in, in this run of games here, you know. Um, I, I hope that's the case. Um, Craig is right. Party at right back doesn't work. And I'll tell you why it doesn't work. Because he was trying to do the inversion role, but Partey is not inverting into the pitch at the same angle or depth that Zinchenko was on the other side. Partey, when he goes into the middle of the pitch, naturally drifts into his normal position as a central midfielder. And that does different things. And as I said last week, that means we've sacrificed Ben White on the right, who had a terrific combination with Saka and that's lost so the party experiment hasn't worked he's okay you know and it's grand and he doesn't give out in the way and all of this type of stuff but it just doesn't work so we've reached the point now where it's a real challenge to the manager Um, and the reason why it's a real challenge to the manager and of whom I am a great supporter for the record as you all know um, but it's a challenge to the manager because he has set that bar now so high uh, with what he did to bring us where he brought us to. I mean, can you imagine? There were people having meltdowns and calling for his head because we got seven points out of nine. You see, and, and, and that's where he's brought us to. Yeah. That is where he's brought us to. There was actually, um, I, I could hear it on the audio, a gentle ripple of booze at halftime. I don't mean... Birda Moretti now, I'm talking about booze, as in the word boo, <laughs> plural, right? Um, we can't get booze into the stadium, although I think some of the guys would need it. But there was, a, there was a small bit of booing going on at the end. And I have to say, anybody who's booing that Arsenal team, um, they really need to go out and watch a documentary on Helvetian architecture during Roman oppression. Do something different. Just do something different, you know, because, like... Let's get real here. Um, for the corner kick, um, the manager 
Uh, I think the manager has to take a bit of the blame. And again, I emphasize I'm a big Mikel Arteta fan. He will make mistakes. I think he has to take the blame for the substitutions he made when they went down to 10 players. Was there really a need to bring Jorginho on the pitch? Wouldn't have been, would we have been better off playing keep ball in areas where we could hurt them rather than like a game of chess, even though we have an extra man inviting them further up the pitch? Zinchenko carelessly lost the ball, right? And then from the corner, I know Bukayo Saka is taking a bit of heat, um, even though he's a, a superstar, but Declan Rice is to blame as well. He got between the two of them. Declan Rice never moved a leg, which surprised me, you know? Eamon, um, just on, on your point there, just in, just sorry to cut across, just um, you were saying about the Zinchenko making a mistake. It seems like the last three games, you know, we, we haven't been beaten. We're beating ourselves. Oh, absolutely. That, 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 the loss thing. of those points, Craig, sorry, the loss of those points was down to absolute carelessness. Yeah. I think it was down to... Uh, an error on the touchline um, with the substitution but as Arteta said himself like you, if you, you can't give the ball away like that it's careless and this is the point I was making last week that sometimes happens when you have 76% possession because you get into a comfort zone where you don't you don't go in for the ball the way you would if it was like a way at Palace the other night you know, when we were down to 10 players, fellas defended with their lives. Did you see anybody defending with their life at a corner? No, That's because in your mind, you're 76, 24 better than them. We've got to get out of that. And um, it was a bit like some of the, 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 the weaker teams during our Sands reign. When we'd, we'd pass teams off the park and then could see the waxy goal. How many goals did you see trickled by Suchesny or Fabianski? And say, That's their first shot, you know? Um, yeah. Look, you can't give away a goal in the first minute. Um, you just can't. You just got it. Like for the first minute of the game, I was actually saying to Brendan Boyle, who was on the show last week, I said, "You know what?" I said, "If the Bohemians on their fifteens were playing the Bohemians adult team, they'd manage a minute without conceding the goal. You can't concede a goal after a minute, and it's happening too often. You know." Um, I don't blame Ramsdale whatsoever because he's been encouraged to play as a sweeper-keeper. He was in a position to receive the ball and it was bad execution, right? And he's backpedaling. There's not much he can do. Your man actually shanked the ball. Uh, he, was try- he was trying to curl it up and over him and he, 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 he mishit it. Uh, I don't agree with Arteta's assessment that, you know, we, we could have won six or seven games. Chances no, are few and far between. Chances were few and far between. And one of the reasons for that is we're, we're not playing with the same snap or spark that we were. We're taking too many touches on the ball. We're not getting the ball out to Martinelli in particular quick enough. We're not getting it out there quick enough. It's taking too long to shift over, right? And that makes it easy for the defending team. But, you know, that could be a bit of a hangover from going so close last year. And one of these days, it could happen, you know, you give a good performance on Sunday, and you're 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 back chipper again. So let's let's not be too despondent. Um, uh, but it, it was it wasn't a good day on uh, on Sunday. the Gabriel thing. You know, I wonder did he have his head turned? I really do, um, because I think he's dropped, not for tactical reasons, and I'm just wondering. Um, where, the, where it was his agent trying to get, get him out for a, for a fortune. Because he was pants in, um, in pre-season. He was terrible. He, he, looked, he looked like a fella who had, you know, he, he, just, um, he, just, he, he just come out playing for, you know, Bally Fairm at United getting on the pitch. You know, <laughs> I mean, they've only conceded against Man United. You know, it was good by defending did that, the way he addressed the ball. That looked to me like a fella, he's either not sharp enough or his head has been turned. But again, when Zinchenko comes back, it will tell an awful lot about him where he is in the plan uh, if he doesn't get back into the team. I think the manager um, seems to rate Kivior very highly. Um, so we'll see. So, um, look. I mean, do you think we go before Friday? What's that? 
Do you think he'll go before Friday? Because I think... No, I don't. No, we don't. I think... Has happened or did happen or the reason he's out of the team. Personally, look, I know people are saying it's for tactical reasons and the manager needs to, you know, create informations for throughout the season, which I understand fair enough, but we didn't use this formation once in pre-season, to my knowledge, and... From what from what I can gather is that there, his represent his representatives had talks with the Saudi clubs. I think his head was torn. I think he told the club that he wanted to go, and the club are, are not going to sell him. So I think I think personally I think that's the reason why he hasn't played much the last three games. And uh, I hope I I presume the club are hoping after Friday. Friday goes and then it's not an issue anymore, Craig. You're here, yeah. pal, and we're paying you, so you better get your mojo back, pal. You know, yeah. uh, and fight and fight your way into the team like everybody else. I think you yeah. could be right. You know, it, it'd be it'd be if Arsenal sold him, Jesus. You know, it'd be it'd be crazy unless you get a hundred million pound offer or something like that, and then they unless they brought me back, Craig. <laughs> what about what about Johnny Giles? I heard he was good at the Emirates. <laughs> over ladies, yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we were all overrated, Sorry. Craig. Don't believe Sorry. all that. I hear the. I hear the. Still available. Last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look, look, I stood, I stood out, from, I stood, I stood out from the rest, and that, that was that. <laughs> um, I just like to say before we move on, Fabrizio Romano, who's well respected with all his transfer chat. Um, it's been said here, um, just a while ago, Nunes Tavares did not even forest. Here we go. Did agreed with Arsenal on loan until June twenty-four. Understood loan fee would be a bit higher than one million plus twelve million buy option. Uh, medical test being completed today. New left back for uh, Forest, so that looks like it's it's gonna go through. Probably be confirmed tomorrow. So that wouldn't be you know twelve million pounds. You'd be happy enough, wouldn't you, if you got that for him? Uh, yeah, I think we got him for less than ten million quid, wasn't it? I think six million was it or something? Eight million uh, euro uh, or eight million pounds was one of them. You yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah, I'd be happy with twelve million quid for Tavares, and I think he's probably at that level. The first, well, the way he played against Forest that day, yeah. you wouldn't eight million tokens near him. They saw something in him, Eamon. I tell you, yeah. tell you, he was drinking that beer, Moretti. She just didn't see the best. <laughs> um, yeah, if look, hard fought draw. Um, Craig, what did you make of the game? I know you're away in Vietnam, haven't? Yeah. Were you um, any Arsenal bars or was it just a sports bar? No, just sports bars in yeah. general, really. I watched this, the Arsenal game. Any Arsenal jersey? Yeah, there was, a, there was a few Arsenal fans out there. Was there, yeah. And there was one or two uh, <laughs> Cambodian Arsenal fans. So uh, we kind of all sat in the corner giving out about Arsenal. But no, um, yeah, look, it was. it's a bit of a strange game to analyse because, uh, like Eamon said, you know, when you... Conceded in the first minute, your kind of game plan goes out the window, really. Um, this is the third time this has happened in our nine games at home. And I, I, I don't know what the explanation is. I don't know who, who do you blame. Do you blame the manager for the setup? Do you blame the players? It's maybe a mixture of both, but you can't be conceding a goal. You know, there's always a saying is they don't concede a goal in the four fifteen 15 minutes. Yeah. Arsenal don't go over that saying. Um, <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if it's if it's maybe. To do with the tactics that Arsenal want to start quickly and you know get a goal within the first few minutes and they take risks and that maybe leaves a bit more open. Um you know, we we started off okay. Um I thought overall we didn't play great again. Um I think the first three games you haven't really played brilliant, although Crystal Palace we did control the game, but uh Tom Yasu sending off kind of put us under the pressure for the last twenty minutes or so. But uh Look, Fulham, Fulham are a decent side, but they've lost they lost a couple of players so far during the summer. I know, you know, William Hughes played for us, was important, and he's gone on. Uh, I think he's gone to Saudi Arabia, and then Mitrovic left him as well. So they're two big players for them. But, um, you know, you, ha- you have to be beating Fulham at home if you want to be going for titles and that. But I can, I can, the only kind of positive I can take out of draw is that I hope the draw refocuses the team and uh, scores yep. them on and kind of... To, to go on and beat Dice United and um, have them kind of focus for the next few games. Um, I think it was a poor goal to concede initially. Saka, you know, Saka made a mistake. Ben White is out of position, so is Party. I think maybe that's to do with the tactics. Um, 
that we're using at the moment with party plan inverted. Um, then, as I was saying, Ramsdale scrambling back, I think he thinks the player's going to chip him, but then he just kind of miskicks it and it goes into the goal, you know. So, Ramsdale's very unlucky there. Um, I don't know, I, I could be thinking about a little bit too much into it, but I think there's going to be a change in the goalkeeper after the United game, personally. I think they might bring Raya in for the Everton game. Um, I, I, just don't, I don't know why. Sorry for, uh, I'm, I'm inclined to agree. I think what they'll do is they'll give him a start in the first Champions League game. Yes. And, that, and, that, and, that, and then they mightn't take it out. Time. Time? After what? Is that the week after the international break that the Champions League starts? Yes. Yeah. yeah I, I think that's what they'll... I think that yeah. that would be the natural watershed where you'd say, well, okay, we have two top-class goalkeepers. The Champions League game, we'll put them in. And yeah. then if he does what he does, it, you mightn't get him out again, you know? No, this is it. Like... Uh, I love Ramsdale, I love his character and I think he's a big personality in the team, but you know, if David Wright is going to come in and play with his feet better than Ramsdale and maybe not make some of the mistakes Ramsdale is doing at the moment, then maybe just the change should come, but um, it's, it's a tough decision for, for the manager because, you know, you take a personality like that out of the team, so it can kind of upset the dressing room, but look, I suppose in football, you're, you're nobody's friend, but uh, yeah, look, after the fourth goal, we, we kind of we came back into it. Um, I thought overall Martinelli and Saka uh, had poor games. Probably one of the worst games I've seen both both them play and didn't really help us going forward. Um, I just personally I think the Havertz thing isn't working at the moment where just he's playing in midfield. Um, look, I was critical of him on the weekend, to say the least. I think Havertz is a very good player. I think maybe he's under a lot more scrutiny because of the ex Chelsea links where. Some of the players have come to us, Willie and etc. Haven't worked out. I think that's maybe a little bit unfair. His price tag maybe doesn't help me. There's sixty-five million, but there is a player there. I think on Sunday, if he was to make a change and take Havertz out, I think that'd be the right idea because I think for the like Champions League games and that, I think would suit Havertz a lot more than Premier League games at the moment because he's a brilliant player. But it's just finding the right system for him. Do you not think? I mean, and this is nothing. I certainly always think. Our players should be given a chance to blend into the club, and we have we've had signings in the past that um, you know didn't look the cheese for a period yeah. of time, and then all of a sudden, I mean, Emmanuel Petit was one, you know, who for the first kind of three or four months he looked lost, and then all of a sudden yeah. he grew, he came up like a tree. But I would have thought that a home game against Fulham, the way they were going to set up. Was a perfect opportunity to play Emil Smith Rowe in 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 one of those inside forward positions. Yeah, you know. Did, did, did you see any rumours, Eamon? He there's links with him going to Chelsea. And I don't. I don't think that'll happen. I don't think we'd sell him. I don't think we'd sell him to them. No, hopefully, hopefully not, because you know he's a great player. But um, sorry, just just touching on the uh, the Havers thing there. Yeah, um, it is perfect opportunity to play him there and see if it works out against Fulham, but. I don't think it did. I, I, I don't know. I, you weren't at the game, Eamon, on Sunday, uh, at the weekend. So you, I, I was only kind of looking at it on TV. But from my brother was at it, my dad was at it. But he, he kind of every kind of touch that Havertz misplaced or pass that he missed, you know, there was groans and that. And when that's happened earlier, earlier, earlier on in his career, you know, it's not really fair to him. But I, I hope he, I hope he turns around. I hope, I hope he goes on and scores a few goals and. Torns the Arsenal crowd in his favour because he, he is a good player there, but I don't know if you would agree with me, is he under more scrutiny because he's an ex-Chelsea player and because of the price tag? I think it is. I think it is. But you see, look, I've been following this mob since age five and a half in 1971, and one thing we're known for is we always pick a player who's our favourite moaner and groaner, you know? Mm. Like John Samuels, have you ever watched the movie Favour Pitch? John Samuels gets a mention because you know, oh no, not John Samuels again. Um, and we had a granite jacket, yeah. You know, I, I was at games where uh, fellas were actually if Zaka made a pass 20 meters to another player, said, Oh, well done, Zaka, you must be world class being able to make that pass. They were on his back for the entire game, even when he was playing well. So, I just think there's a bit of a you know, moaning and groaning, we're, we're, we're quite good at that, you know. Um, yeah. Havertz is a look at. I always say, I know the German national team isn't pulling up trees at the moment, 
But if he's a first choice inside forward or centre forward, um, um, uh, you know, he, he, as Terry Venables said, he's got to have something about him, you know. Um, but no, you know, Paul, Paul Merson seems to think that playing him in that position is nuts and that we should be playing him um, as a, as a centre forward. And given that um, uh, the type of game it was on uh, on Saturday, he mightn't be too far from the truth there, you know, with what we had available. Because Trossard at centre forward. Yeah. Yeah. Trossard's an inside forward, you know. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Trossard, but he, again, he was poor the weekend against Fulham. Um, the worst game he's had for Arsenal. Um, he's not. He's not only you know ten out of ten, but uh, Fabio Vieira as well. Done brilliant when he came on. No, he last twenty minutes he's come on, and yeah, yeah I, I agree with you. Like his performance and coming off the bench on the weekend was kind of like I want Havertz spot. But th- that's how good he was, you know. And he was like I want the place in the team, and uh, you know he could have won it at the end for you know Leno. Of course, the ex keeper comes back to kind of Hunters. He made a very good save at the end. Um, but you know, Fabio Vieira is an example for Havertz. He was written off by a lot of fans, and you know, he's not good enough, he's not good enough, blah blah blah. But there he is, the weekend having a great, um, just before we game. finish that, I, just before we finish that, I don't know whether I'm on camera or not. Um, I can't see myself. Um, no, I can't see him, no. okay. Uh, that, that you make that sound like a bad thing, but um, the, the, <laughs> the, the, the thing about it is, um, I, I'm on I'm on the guest user thing for I, yeah, I can't yeah. get the own thing. That's yeah, because my computer. We're we'll finding it. We we'll find some sort of emoji for you. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Um, just put Liam Brady. Soaking up Barlow. Just second Barlow. Yeah. <laughs> just put just just put Liam Brady up. You know, but um, no. Uh, <laughs> but here's the thing I was trying to say earlier, right? The team yet yet. Is not playing with that spark, that belief that we can do things snappy and quick. Fabio Vieira, when he came on, played with that spark at the weekend. Yeah. Everything, he did, everything he did was snappy, you know? He, he wanted to prove something, whereas, yeah. you know, the other players kind of moping around. Yeah. I was at the Emirates Cup, lads, and I think I've said this to Eamon in a couple of shows back. There's There was a hunger in him that night, you know? Like he's starting to show that it's like he's ready for the step up now, you know. I thought he even wants, in the he wants to make it happen, Johnny. Do you know, he wants he wants to create things and But you're seeing that this season, aren't you? Yeah. You know, like he sent that cross in for her te- for Enketia for the second goal. You know, it was just a perfectly mm. way to it, 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 he's improving. I think he might get two starts in the Champions League. Um and that might actually suit him because yeah. you know, European teams are maybe not as physical as Premier League, but I think he he will get games um, this year, but look look. But his speed. What I like, what I tell you, what I liked more than the, the 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 assist was good. I loved the way he put on the jet burners going down the end line for the penalty. Yeah. Nobody yeah. expected him to do that. Nobody no. expected him to do that. But he just took it on in one stride and said, "I'm getting there," you know. And I, I just, like but look, you, you might um, you might you still might remember a lot a lot. Uh, more than me anyway because I was young enough at the time but uh, I was listening to the Handbreakers Off podcast uh, Ian Stone the comedian and uh, Amy Lawrence was it mm. but uh, Amy Lawrence was basically was was uh, comparing Fabio Vieira to Freddie Youngberg saying that the yeah. first year he came to Arsenal he struggled yeah. he didn't yeah. want to play on the wing and maybe yeah. that's Fabio Vieira's position yeah so, you know. yeah yeah, I remember, I think Eamon remember this in 98, uh, it was maybe it was 98-99 season, he scored his first goal, it was against the United, remember he, he la- chipped right, it over yeah. from Smiley. He's only coming on, yeah. Yeah, and he was a legend there, so it, it probably just takes, you know, I think Fabio Vieira is a bit more about him than Youngberg, you know, like he, he's... Ah, well, no, hold on. I still think the Calvin... The Calvin Klein underwear done it for me with Youngberg. I don't know about you. Damon, there's only one reason that Johnny doesn't like Freddie Youngberg is because he's the same hair as him. If we could say... Mohawk, Johnny. You're right, Again, you're a bit... You know, I don't know what age you were when all that was happening, but... um. <laughs> uh, you know, in '98, but like the thing about it is, you're, you're right. Freddie was, but Freddie played in the central midfield for Swindon or for Sweden, right? And, th- <laughs> and for Swindon, yeah. No, and that's that's where he saw his position. 
right? Yeah. But we see again, like, and we want, should we don't need to go talking into debt. But when you have fellas who can drop into pockets like Dennis Bergkamp and then find a channel as an insight forward, Freddie was brilliant at time and runs, you know. And I think Vieira could do that. I think he could do it, you know. Definitely. I don't mind him being slight. Um, I was thinking about that. Sure, look at David Silva and Bernardo Silva from Man City. Yeah. yeah. They're like, you know. Yeah, you can they're, see they're like two very, very light guys, but they they're well able, well able to play, you know. And that's look. He's that's still a bit lightweight, Fabio Vieira, but st- like that's something to work on as the season goes on, you know. Like he came for thirty-four million quid, you know, from Porto. Um, I know just, Porto. Just, wants, just to yeah, make one more point on on the following game, just for me yeah, to go on. Aim and touched on uh, the um, the partnerships. I think I think that's been a big thing the last three games and why we haven't really been performing to do it, to basically compare to last year is because the partnerships have been kind of you know, broken apart. Zinchenko and Gabriel played together as a two. Um, White and Saliba were brilliant. You know, it was White and Saka. It was Zinchenko, Martinelli. You know, Odegaard, Xhaka. You know, they all linked up together, Jesus. So, if you look at the three games and the players that we played, like, there's not much players that have much relationships there. So, I think that's maybe why we haven't been playing as playing as well as we should, you know, maybe at this, at this point. But, um, I think the relationships from now to the end of the season might grow. And I think that's what the manager absolutely trying to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, he said himself, you know, come back to me after 55 games. You know, now obviously none of us want to wait for 55 games, but you could end up with Havertz playing somewhere else on the pitch. And for example, Party coming back into favour in, 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 in his anchor role with yeah. Rice in the, in the, in the Zaka role. You could you could end up with something like that, you know. Um, one of the one of the ways we're suffering, by the way, um, is that Thomas Partey is the only player that we have that receives the ball from the defenders on the half turn. Yeah, Declan doesn't do that, and I warned you. <laughs> I said it. Mm. Declan doesn't have that in his game at this point in time. Yeah. Right? And I think we're yeah. missing a bit. We're missing a small bit of that as well. You know, Party was a great man for receiving the ball. See, our central defenders are now taking. Don't use the Man United game as a gauge, but if, if you look at the game, our central defenders are now taking eight to ten touches on the ball before releasing it. Why is that? Well, it's because of what they see or don't see, right? Whereas Thomas Party was a great man. For running into a gap, right? Being able to receive the ball on the half turn. That means your defender's only taking three and four touches. They play it through the channel. He gets on the half turn and the whole game quickens up. Right? We're taking eight to ten touches, then it's going sideways, and that it's when nobody's getting turned. But look, again, I think Craig is bang on uh, as, he, as he normally is. <laughs> Partnerships need to be given time. To flourish, they can't just happen like you know, like you know, Kate Barry. You know, they, they they have to they have to be given time, and you know we've got to understand that. But look, I, th- I think so. I think Sunday I'll tell a lot. I think you go fairly conservative on Sunday. I think you might see uh, Gabriel uh, and and particularly given the comment that Craig made, um, which could well be right about the, the transfer de- deadline being done by Friday. You could well see White going out to the right, Party going back into the middle, uh, and Declan and Declan Rice going into where Grand Zaka was. You could well see. I, I hope he does, Eamon, because I, I just with the injuries and how bad United have been, uh, you know, for the first three games, I, I don't see how they can live with us. I might eat new words here, but I just don't see how they can live with us if we've been. <laughs> well, I'll tell, you I'll tell you what, it was weird. It was weird because. I watched the Man United Tottenham game. People said, "What are you hoping for?" I said, "Well, an earthquake down the middle of the pitch. <laughs> no, no fatalities, just a few bad injuries, you know." Um, but I watched that game, and for the first half, actually, United were really, really good, really good. The second half, they were absolutely abject, you know. I don't know whether you heard Roy Keane after 
after the game. He said, yeah. he said United have become the new Spurs. They've become the new Spurs. <laughs> they might be better at bringing on Frank Stable and Norman Whiteside, you know. It was unbelievable stuff, you know. But uh, no, so they went, they're, they're, they're a bit Jekyll and Hyde, man, you know. Um, yeah. But when you get them, when they're good, they're good. And when yeah. they're bad, they're bad. They're, so, they're missing um, Varane. Uh, Mount and Luke Shaw the weekend, so you know that defense is very weak. Yeah. Um, well, look, um, let's yeah. get the prediction out very yeah. quick because I hate putting the mockers on the team. Yeah. Right? I think we but might start at two one. What, what? Who was your man of the match, Des? Before we move on to United, um, man, man of the match for Fun and Maimon Vierde. Yeah, Fabio Vierde. He did more in thirty-five minutes than any other player did in ninety-five. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was going to say that myself. Yeah, he hands down. Yeah, one one. yeah. Fabio Vieira, yeah. Well done to him, yeah. Um, good, good start to the season for him, yeah. Bush breaking Hammers, news, though, Johnny. Sorry? The breaking news. Uh, Saka was awarded the Young Player of the Year tonight for last year. Yeah. And uh, by, by the, the PFA, the Premier League Awards, and uh, Saliba, Odegaard, Ramsdale and Saka were in the Premier League Team of the Year. Jeez. Oh, okay. yeah. So it shows, yeah, many many years have we seen that. That's so many years the players have made as yet. Yeah. I think Evan Ferguson was fairly close to winning young player of the year. Could be in line for it again this year, yeah. Um yeah, look, because Saka was just yeah the star boy, wasn't he? Last season, yeah. just absolutely and, and again this season he started off you know, he's he's worth his weight in gold. There, there is no prize tag for him at the moment. No. Um yeah, so we all say Fabio Vieira for band of the match against Fulham. Yeah, so I suppose on to United's uh, um, preview Sunday, 4 30. You're both going to this, lads, aren't you? Um, yeah, we are, yeah. United, uh, they've won their four, two out of their first three. Um, they're saying that Forrest, two up after what, less than 10 minutes. <laughs> Just an incredible start, your man. One, he's had a great start for Forrest, but um, United look so rattled at the back. You know, I think if we, as you said, Craig, if we get at them the way we started games last season, I don't think United will live with us. I do agree with you, dear. Um, I yeah. think we're better on them. I think we're better man for man as well. You know, don't I think like Bruno Fernandes as captain is an odd one for me because he's so selfish, you know, and he, you know, he, he, he gives out to players and doesn't even track back half the time himself. You know, he's, it's, yeah. it's an odd one for me now, Captain, but like, as long as, you know, you keep doing poorly, I'm happy with that. Um, I don't think they'd be anywhere near the top four this season, United personally. Um, I don't think that's, that, that it's a poor enough team now. Yeah. Well, you never know if your man, Holland, Highland, sorry, the striker, if he comes back after injury, he could end up being a, 20-odd goal season strike, you know. Mm. Just things, you, you just don't know what way the season will play, play out. But we played these this time last year, funny enough. It's around the same time. Uh, last three won away. Um, Martinelli's goal early on, do you remember? It was disallowed. I could have changed the game. But mm. I, I could see it different at home. It was a great game at home. I think you were probably at that one in January yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 Um, Brilliant, yeah. We'd be happy enough for Ketty to get a last-minute winner again. Um like I, it's probably like it's it's very hard. The like, game is right. It's very hard to call these games. You know, any game because look what happened. We said we went for a win there for the Fulham, and it ended up being a draw. You know, but yeah, you're always mm-hmm. optimistic at home that you're down a win. And I think this is the first real test you could say, with no disrespect to Forest Palace and Fulham. You know, this is where we should see the real Arsenal now. Well, what to expect now for with the transfer window firmly shut with the Sunday game. You know. We've got four months till the January window, and that that should be used as a a block, you know, to see yeah. where your season is going. And I think this is the last game before the international break, so you'd want to end it kind of on a high, because then you've another four games, and then it's pretty much through to Christmas then. But yeah. I'd go with I go probably I'd probably go with a narrow home win. I think you know it's, it seems to be with with our first three games, we'd probably go two one. Um. Craig, how do you see the game going on Sunday yourself? You're going to be at it, so it's going to be happy days, yeah? Yeah. Um, look, I hope we go back to basics, if you want to call it basics. I hope they go back to the quarterback um, and just put, put Royce in beside party, you know. Um, I think if we go to that formation, I can only see us winning. If he plays, you know, the party right back thing and 
you know, doesn't uh, play party beside Rice. It could be a cricket, you know, it could be four or five all sort of game. Um, I think both defences are suspect at the moment. Um, we were very good last year, but I don't know what's going to happen for the first three games. Maybe it's because the original back four isn't in there at the moment. But uh, we, we should be beating this United team. You know, you're just saying about the first game of the weekend. That that game was on right beside the Arsenal game. It was, it was what's kind of watching both at the same time, really. And Man United were absolutely terrible. You know, they were, they were blessed to get that result against Forest. It wasn't a penalty on Rashford, in my view. Um, it should have been a draw. Yeah. Uh, you know, Forrest missed a few opportunities as well to kind of win it on the break. So, um, we, 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 if we don't get anything but three points on Sunday, I'll be really disappointed because it's not a good, strong United team. Whereas you'd say, ah, you know, a draw, you take a draw. I think we need to be beating these on Sunday, especially if we're, you know, going for a league or whatever you want to call it. But um, I'd like to think we're going to get three points. Again, the predictions, I hate doing these because <laughs> I'm normally always wrong, but... <laughs> I think we'll score a couple of few. I think we might can see it on the counter because, to be fair to United, you know the likes of Rashford and that they are good in the counter, um, and they're gonna they're gonna come and try kick us off the park in the first half an hour like they did in America, because they were very aggressive in your face. That's their tactics, and that's all they're gonna be able to do to try and maybe ruffle air feathers, you know, and piss the crowd off maybe. But. Uh, if I had to predict the score on, I go three two Arsenal, maybe like last year. Yeah, it's just, Bradford always seems to score against us, doesn't he? <laughs> you never rule that out, yeah. yeah. Um, Eamon, you're going to be at the game as well on Sunday. How yeah. do you see the game going yourself? Do you see this as the uh, look, I mean, look? I mean, I, I, I think first of all, if you trace our home form back to March, we've been terrible. We've been conceding goals left, right, and centre at home, but funnily enough. I think we're better against the bigger teams, right? Mm. Because we play what I'd call serious football. We don't have 76% of the ball and players don't get into a comfort zone. And by the way, I'm not having a go with the players. It's very difficult when you play the game, when you're so much on top to keep focused on everything. Because it's so easy for you. This would be different. This is a big game. Um, and we've better players than they have, and we're at home. Um, but of course, we'll have a northwestern referee. I mean, I, like I think every referee in, in 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 the Premier League is from you Let's know, is, Eamon. is from some between Salford and Preston, like you know. So, uh, it was announced today. Who was it? Anthony Taylor. Oh, fuck. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah. But actually, he's kind of he's gone he's gone from. Um, from one of the forces of darkness in my book to at least into purgatory because <laughs> he has actually given us a few decisions of late, you know? Yeah. And maybe it's just because Mike Dean has gone. I mean, anyway, sure, Mike Dean can phone him and tell him he made a, he made a great decision. And did you see that shot that was on the... Yeah. You know, I, di I didn't change the decision because I didn't want him to get grief. Anyway, look, um, Anthony Tyler, okay, fair enough. I think he... I think he's Manchester, is he? He is, yeah. He is, yeah. yeah. yeah I think he's actually yeah. around Salford. Yeah, yeah Northwest again, Eamon. Fucking yeah. Anyway, look, yeah. let's go for the 2 1. Um, but I, I, I'd like all our listeners to know uh, when I do, the only gambling that I ever do is an accumulator on a Saturday. And because I'm like the Pink Panther with a swarm of bees over my head, right? I never back Arsenal. Because yeah. I'm a Jonah, I'm a hex, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like at the end of each uh, betting ad, it says, "When the fun stops, stop." I think yeah. that should be for Arsenal fans. <laughs> when you know you've had enough stuff. If, if, if I went into Bargain Town, I'd get overcharged. <laughs> <laughs> you seem to be doing oh, fine at the cans of Bermaretti. <laughs> 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 yeah, so we're going for a home win. Yeah, uh, happy days um, and enjoy the game. That's why they're there. Should okay. be back and forth. You can't beat them Sunday afternoon games. Um, I still don't know about the whole Peter Jordy taking over Martin Tyler. Still not getting used to it. Um, on to goal of the month, lads. Um, for August, it's been a quick month. Um, probably mine has to be Bukaya Saki for against Forest. A cracking goal and a great one, great one to win it. Um, Craig, your goal of the month for August. 
yeah, I can't argue with that. You know, it was yeah. top teams. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's definitely goal of the month. Yeah. Yeah. Aim uh, goal of the month for you for all Just to do something different and something you referenced yourself, Jonathan, earlier on. The speed of movement and control that Eddie and Ketia had on that finish from a whipped-in cross, I thought was fantastic. And I'm actually, that's very hard to do. That's yeah. very, very hard to get that kind of contact on the ball. So I'm, I'm going to give it to Eddie, you know? Can, yeah, I know match of the day, Gary Lineker and the crew there, they were saying that it was very Ian Wright-esque game. And, you know, he started, but I think it's it's wrong to put him in the mould of Ian Wright. He's, he should be just given his own, shouldn't he? Like, you He's know, been one of our best players this season so far. You know? Yeah, two two goals in three games. Yeah, yeah. he's given uh, Jesus a thing to think about, hasn't he? Yeah, so yeah, it's healthy uh, competition for him. Yeah, um, a player of the month. Um, to be honest, I've probably I don't know for Fabio Vieira. I thought he started. You know, I know he's come off the bench now, but I thought, as we were saying earlier on, he's made things happen in games that he's come on. And I thought Saturday's game against Fulham, when he came on, got us the penalty, and then the assist, obviously for. Uh, Eddie's goal and uh, the game I was at the Monaco game in the Emirates Cup he really impressed me as well so I'm going to give it to Fabio Vieira for uh, player of the month for August Craig your player of the month uh, I'll go with Declan Rice uh, I think the three games he's played has been very good uh, done nothing wrong and I think he can only improve yeah he's had a solid three games isn't he yeah he's fitted in really well Eamon your player of the month for August for me, it's Eddie and Katia, you know, Cheers, yeah. because not only, it's not just about the couple of goals he got and the penalty that he won, um, he's also making chances for himself too, you yeah. know, yeah. like the one he hit the post against Palace off his left peg, I mean, he completely, he completely got on the turn and made that chance for himself, uh, and that was very Ainroy-esque. You know, was, yeah. one, you know, so look, um, no, I'm going to give it to Eddie, and I think he's a boy that deserves it too. You know, it's refreshing as well, lads, isn't it? That picking three different players for Claire de Mons, you know, to, yeah. it's, you know, it's, it shows how far the squad has come under Teddy. Yeah, where other ones you'd be struggling. <laughs> um, just a quick look ahead to our September fixture list, lads. Uh, obviously, Man United on Sunday, then it's the international break, and then that's followed by Everton. Um, it's down for the 16th and the Saturday at halfway, but the Champions League fixtures could um, interrupt down. The could, it could be on a Sunday if we're playing on the Wednesday. Uh, then it spores then the next weekend. That's the Sunday at 2 o'clock, that game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Bournemouth it finishes the month off away, that is, at the end of um, September. So, yeah, uh, the games come ticking fast and Champions League football again, lads, after seven-year wait, happy days. River Barbie kicking them lights, hopefully. Um, also, as I mentioned at the start of the show, lads, uh, this Thursday, uh, the 31st of August, um, Charles Watts releases his uh, uh, current Arsenal book, um, Revolution, the Rise of Arteta's Arson. Um Anyone around the Tonington Arms, um, he's going to be doing a book signing there from 4 p.m. Um, thoughts on the book, lads? Happy enough with the release, Craig? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan of all these kind of revolutionary books. Yeah. I read the Emmy one that was done a few years ago. Yeah, um, it was. Yeah. yeah, it was interesting enough. Uh, yeah, so I'm up to my portraits and uh. Read on the beach on my next holiday next year, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I know Eamon is going to be writing one soon. He was telling me um, the meltdowns of um, <laughs> Craig and Ian Gunnery. What do you make of that, Eamon? Are you looking forward to it? <laughs> no, no, no. no. Um, I, 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 I like a book that's not just a biography. I like something different. Amy, yeah. Amy herself has done a couple of good ones, you know? Yeah. <laughs> But I'm waiting for my own book to come out, Jonathan, in October. There's the book of Liam. The book of Liam is coming out in October. I'm going to be in Eason's, Bill. It, we hope to have him on the show at some point. Yeah, um, we're still waiting on Ian Sally to come on. So, Ian, if you're listening, get your arse on this podcast. Yeah. We need the, the ratings to jump quite quickly. <laughs> Um, in terms of um, aiming, 
to Dublin Nurses Supporters Clubs. Um, tickets are, I suppose, as we said, they're going to be at a premium now, aren't they? If, if anything. Yeah, but they are, but you see, yeah. support, so supporters are fickle, you know. I mean, if if we ended up kind of, you know, in seventh and eighth place, you know, I wonder what the demand be as high. But let's not... People want to go to watch the Arsenal now. It's a good watch um, yeah. and all of that. But we're, we're, we're oversubscribed. Uh, we're, we're not we're not going to take in any more members. Um, um, I think I'm not sure the, the the absolute date, but it's coming soon. And as you know, everybody has to be a member of Arsenal Football Club um, to get a ticket. So yeah, it, that's that's not the Dublin Arsenal Supporters Club. It's actually Arsenal. That'd be a red member, silver member. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's strict times now. Uh, being a member now, yeah. But that's that's the price you pay when you're doing so well, yeah. Um, anything else that's you like I mentioned football wise or Arsenal wise or anything else? Oh, I think we've covered pretty much everything. Sorry, for, sorry to the listeners for my 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 breakdown in technology, but um, yeah. When I was trying to log in, I could hear Craig, um, uh, what's the word? Improvising and and keeping the show on the road. So fair play to you, Craig. You that's did well, really boy. Right. You did well. You know. We yeah. see you out. Yeah, we're done. I'll lay you in now when I mentioned the, the usual aim. So, um, as always, you can catch our show on the Dublin Arsenal YouTube channel. Thanks to Martin Stumble for editing, and you know, without him, there would be no show. So, thanks very much, Martin. As I'm always. sure, um, the Damon here is just we wish the Aussie well, Eamon. Just yeah, and it's next week. we hope he's uh, doing okay. Right. We, 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 we'll see, we'll see Aussie maybe at the weekend. Um, yeah, uh, yeah it was a great, great addition to the show, and hopefully it'll be back. Yeah, um, yeah, it, the door is always open for them because with all the P forty fives issued week on week, you ha- you have yeah. to have someone replaced. <laughs> yeah, no. There's only there's only one song to sing us out on, Jonathan. I don't let you in now in a minute, Eamon. If you give me, I was rudely interrupted. I want you to join me. <laughs> <laughs> you can catch our show on the Dublin Arsenal YouTube channel as always. Spotify, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok and Facebook. Check out our sister show Beyond the Last Man with Martin. It should be back up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, check out our sponsor, Span and Sports Direct and Luke and Housekeeping Services. Check out our friends at JustArsenal.com. Uh, Pam McLaughlin, thanks very much. And join the crew in the official supporters bar, the River Bar in Dublin City Centre. And as promised, Eamon Son is sing is out. Thank you away. join us. All right, on the count of four. One, two, three, four. More than a woman. More than a woman to me. Well, I was definitely not expecting that one. Uh, That's for Nuno. More than a Nuno. See you later, lads. Thanks for this. And we'll see you again next week. Thanks, lads. Thanks for this. Look.